So Joanne kept telling me, Danny, when are you going to marry that guy? Someone is going to steal it. You have to marry. You have to marry him. And I was, I remember I was in the car with Karen and Joanne having this conversation. And I said, well, I can't. I never have time or money because there's always this show or that show or these games or I have to pay the bed bill or like, I cannot. So Karen slams on the brake and she said, uh-uh, you're not going to blame it on me. So she opened her schedule. She started to look for some dates and she's like, here, this weekend. You don't have anything. Call him right now. You're going to get married this weekend. <laughs> so Karen O'Connor plans your And we did. We married because of that schedule. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. As usual, we like to talk about our sponsor, Mane and Tail, that we love so much, Karen. Absolutely. So we always like awesome. to feature a special product. So mm-hmm. what do we got this time? This week, we have the Spray and White. Spray and White. Very special product, Karen. So Absolutely. Unlike your normal shampoo, this is for your grays, your palominos, your chestnuts, things like that. Mm-hmm. There's special little magic things in there that make your horse extra shiny. But what's yeah. really nice about it is it gets out like the grassy stains and the yellow spots in your grays and all and that your stuff. manure all that nasty oh, stuff yeah so all you do brush your horse down wet it down real good and then spray it it's like a sprayer mm-hmm. it's not like a regular like shampoo it's a sprayer you spray it scrub it in turns purple let it sit for a few minutes rinse it off so you do that all over your horse's body shiny shiny easy peasy horse. easy peasy lemon squeezy and Karen, this February 28th and 29th, yes, February 29th, Karen, it is leap year after all. Yes. So we are going to be tailgating at the Liftmaster Grand Prix eventing at Bruce's Field. That's Aiken, South Carolina, at the Aiken Horse Park, Karen. Oh, I can't wait. It is going to be awesome, awesome, awesome. We're going to be tailgating. We're going to have the big red tent there. Oh, correct? yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're going to be tailgating. We're going to have... Hopefully, we're going to have riders stop by. We're planning on, we already have some riders that already said they're in. We're planning on getting more riders that are going to come on by. We're going to be doing live recordings of the podcast where the guests in the audience will have a chance to hop on the mic and ask their favorite riders a question. Yeah, sounds like fun. Then we're going to have some giveaways and raffles. So, what do we got going there? So we have some giveaways from Triple Crown Feed. Triple Crown Feed. Yeah. Some cool stuff to And give away. we're going to be raffling off a basket full of goodies, some Major League Eventing swag. Oh, Major League Eventing swag. Uh, we have a $150 gift certificate to Red and Good Equestrian. I love that stuff. And just a little secret secret, there is some new stuff on the horizon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. may just come in handy just in time. Just in time. And then we're going to have some items from Equest File and also from our good friends at Straight Arrow. So Straight Arrow, that's the main and tail people, exhibitors people, and Cowboy Magic folks. So look for some, some good goodies from those guys. Yeah, so they always come through. So we really hope to see everyone February 28th and 29th. We're going to have Stanley with us. Oh, yeah. Meet Stanley, the mascot. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. Come on by, hang out with us. And it is going to be an absolutely great weekend of eventing, right, Karen? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. So we'll see you there. And Karen, do you know 
we have a mailing list now. I do. So for all this time we've had the website, people have been subscribing to our mailing list and we really haven't done anything. But now we're sending out emails. Yes, we are. So these aren't your spammy emails. All we're doing is we're sending out um, just emails with the latest show, a little bit of details, so you get the heads up of what's coming out. So you can you can share the link with a friend. You know what's going on. Uh, we like to highlight our sponsors. If there's any big sponsor deals coming up, Karen, sharing things like that. Yep. So there's going to be a link in the show notes to subscribe. Um, so what we're going to do, Karen, for the month of February, right? Yes. All new subscribers that we get are all going to be put into a hat and we're going to draw a lucky subscriber and they're going to win some major league eventing swag yeah there we go so who wouldn't want that of course who wouldn't (laughs) want that so if if you uh you know click the link enter in a little bit of details so we can send you an email and uh maybe you can win some free major league stuff probably a hat right karen yeah we have hats yep hook you up with a hat so um, check that link's going to be in the show notes and we sure would appreciate it if you signed up and if you had friends that are interested, sign them up too. Yeah. Throw their email in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's legal, but do it. I'm Rob. And I'm Karen. And Rob, on today's Major League Eventing Podcast. Yes, ma'am. We have a very special guest. Super, super excited about this guest. Yeah. We have Team Mexico rider, Daniela Mogel. Daniela, welcome to the welcome. show. Welcome. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure for me to be in the show. Man, so exciting! Yeah, we, are we so love excited. our international our international guests. We're always we so love excited. Them. <laughs> we love them. <laughs> this is our first Mexican rider, Karen. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm the. Well, well, no, I was about to say a lie. I was going to say I'm the only Mexican inventor, but no. Um, Pedro Pedro Gutierrez is also here now, based in the United States. And uh, he's a top-level eventer from Mexico. Oh, so. There nice. you go. And Mexico's coming on strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I good. love it. Love it. Hey. Yeah, watch, watch for us. Watch yeah. for us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Daniela, can we call you Danny? Is that okay? We see a lot of people call you Danny. Is that okay? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, everybody here calls me Danny. It's uh, like a friendly way to call me. So I love it. Okay. So please, cool. please do that. We're on the inside, Karen. We yeah, call her Danny. Yes, oh. yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Danny, where are you? Now? You're coming to us by phone. Where are you? Uh, we're like, where, where are you talk, coming to us from? So, um, last night I drove from uh, North Carolina to Ocala, and uh, I'm at the O'Connor's house. In the guest room, I lock myself because Karen <laughs> likes to walk inside the door without knocking down. So the lock is on. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she comes a knocking, tell her, come yeah, on in. Her, she can on. hop on the phone. We okay. Know. Well, this time she will have to knock the door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we hear knocking. We know it's Karen. Yeah, uh, exactly. We're trying to get there. Yeah, hopefully she'll buy, will back by time. It'll be fun to have her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're trying to get her uh, and, and David on, but it just our wires are crossed. So if you could put a word in front oh, of Oh, they them. are. They're tough. It's They're harder tough. to have a meeting with them than with the Pope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, put a call into the Pope, Karen. Yeah, yeah, we could get him. <laughs> <laughs> way easier, way easier. So that uh, sounds pretty nice. Hmm. Uh, the, the O'Connors in Ocala. That sounds uh, yeah. Sounds nice. Yeah, it's Very fancy. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, Danny, yeah. can you take us back and tell us how you got your start in riding and then into eventing? Well, yeah. Um, I don't even know how I got started to riding. I mean, I was a kid 
when instead of playing with Barbie dolls, I always wanted to play with ponies. And uh, like it was in my in my blood, I always liked horses. Um, my family is not a horsey family. My parents are both psychologists. And um, so I don't know. I just had it in my blood, I guess, somewhere. <laughs> and um, so I was in second grade when a friend of mine from school invited me to watch her riding lesson. So I did. I went and I went back home and I said, Mom, I want to ride horses. I want to go to the riding school. And I did. And since then, I kept riding. Um, I remember that when I write down uh, letters for Santa Claus, I always beg for a pony. I want a horse underneath (laughs) the Christmas tree. (laughs) It never happened, though. When I turned 15 in Mexico, instead of Sweet 16, is the quinceanera. Uh So it's like a big deal to turn 15. So my parents gave me my first horse at 15. Um, mm -hmm, It was a really cool present. (laughs) His name name was Tequila, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Was he spicy? uh, Oh, yeah. Since then, I like tequila, not only to ride, but to drink. <laughs> and um, I went all the way to the Young Riders with him. Um, so in Mexico, the the big thing is uh, show jumping. Mostly everybody does show jumping. We have a really big, strong team as a show jumping team. But eventing is not really something. So when I finished high school, my parents said, what do you want us to spend the money and do you want us to send you a year to the States to train with someone so you can make it to the job riders? Because I knew that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to go to the university and we'll use the university money? Like, what? When do I pack my bag? <laughs> like, <no. laughs> so I did. They sent Tequila and me to... I started in Texas, and uh, and then the lady from Texas helped me to find a way to take the horse all the way to Tennessee, to the farm River Glen in Tennessee. Yeah. And I met a lovely lady named Kathy Graves, which is the um, the owner next to Bill Graves. They are the owners of River Glen, and they helped me to find Miss Joy Farr who at the time she was an advanced rider, top rider in the area in North Carolina. So she was looking for a working student and I fit in great. And she took me to the Young Riders that year in 2001. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Was that for pretty, like, pretty cool? Is that did, did Mexico have a team or how did that work? Like, was that were you an individual? Oh no, it was it was individual. Yeah, yeah. I mostly done mostly everything individual. Um, Mexico, like I said, they're big in show jumping and eventing. It's basically military. Hmm. Um, it's a military sport. So, um, I one of the few civilian riders. And the only woman wow. as a civilian, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. There are a lot of 
younger women, like a younger, I mean, under 18, 18, doing the beginner novice, novice maybe. Uh, but that's it. Mm-hmm. All those little girls have posters mm-hmm. of Danny Mogel up on their wall. Like, you're probably an inspiration. Well, I, I hope so. I hope so. Um, <laughs> The the president of the committee down there in Mexico, I I sent him as a gift after the World Equestrian Games a, a picture of me and Cecilia jumping in the water because he's been he's been really nice he's been supporting me all the way nice. and he said I'm gonna put this in my office so all the girls can look at you and see that they can achieve so whatever nice. they want to do. Oh, yeah that's, that's pretty nice. cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, so after, yeah. young riders, after young riders did you go back to mexico or did you stay in the states after young riders i went back to mexico tequila got injured um he had a tendon and it was just um a lot of money and a lot of work for for me to be up here and um so i went back and i Enter the university, not the pay one, but <laughs> the state one. <laughs> I studied history, art history, and I didn't finish because I remember watching my watch and counting the hours so I could go riding. So um, I drop out and I continue riding and I start to teach lessons and buy and sell horses and I start slowly to to be a professional, slowly. Um, then I met Mr. and Mrs. Quinzanez who are, um, he was really big on eventing, uh, one of the few civilians big on eventing in Mexico back in the day. So they invited me to ride at their farm and it was then when I really started my own business. Uh, teaching and selling horses and showing horses. Um, I met my husband, Sully. He was afraid of horses when he met me. <laughs> but he didn't tell me. This is funny because he never told me. I met him in uh, in a bar. He was a bartender. <laughs> really romantic, right? <laughs> 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 well, I have, I've, I've been lying to you. No, no, no. So, yes, I met him. Well, he was working at a bar, uh, as a bartender, but the reason I met him is because we had a friend in common. And um, that friend went to Europe just for fun. And when he came back, he said, come on, Danny, have a drink with me. I'm in my apartment. It's just me and this other friend. I'm like, come on, I'm in my pajamas already. I don't feel like driving. It's like, don't worry. It's only me. Just come, grab one drink, and I'll drive you back home. Don't even change. And I was like, well, it's how it looks. I don't care if he looks at me in my pajamas. I don't care. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're like brother and sister. Like, we really get along that well. <laughs> so I grab a cab. <laughs> I grab a taxi. He dropped me there. And I see Alex, my good friend, and this guy that I've never met, walking outside. I'm like, what? what are you doing? I was seriously wearing my... Snowman pajamas with my unicorn slippers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's like, Oh, I'm sorry, Danny, but Sully show up and he's going to take me to a party. I'm like, What? She just made me 
crawl out of bed, grab a taxi, and I'm not even going to have a drink with you. Uh, uh-uh. So you're driving me back home. And Sully, that I, the very first time I met him in my life, he said, don't worry, I'll drive you back home. I have the car. Okay, perfect. So I get in the car, and he drove me home, but after they took me to the party. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's how i met him and then i met him at his job being a bartender and <laughs> the first time i invited him to ride horses at the farm he's like yeah yeah, yeah absolutely i love animals <laughs> and uh, i let him ride one of my one of my mares and he said he was so scared but he didn't want to tell me because i yeah he really liked me but he didn't want to say anything oh. <laughs> um so he finally, he's now a really good rider, really good instructor, and um, he's, we run the business together now. It's very funny. How about oh, that? that's so funny. That is funny. So now that's mm-hmm. in Mexico where you met each other, correct? Yes, Mexico City. We're both from Mexico City. Wow. So then, uh, yeah. how did, when did you guys start making your way over here? Was it as you started climbing the levels and getting up into the international, like the FEI levels? Or what, can you tell us how that worked out? Yeah, so when I was working at this farm from Mr. and Mrs. Quinsanos, um, Suli was looking online. Like, I always say that he believes we're rich and we have a lot of money because he goes window shopping every night oh. on internet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's ridiculous. Like, he says this horses beautiful movers beautiful jumpers and it's like oh we need this horse but i want to buy this horse and you need this horse like silly (laughs) stop it we cannot (laughs) and this particular time he he saw this mare cecilia and he's like danny this is a mare for you and i was like yeah yeah whatever and he probably did for three four nights in a row until i finally look at the mare and i said wow yeah i really like her so um, I talked to Aurelio and I said, I show him the video, the owner of the farm. And I said, Aurelio, what do you think? And he said, well, yeah, this is very nice. And it was just a little less than a year before the Pan-American Games, 2015. And we said that it would be really cool if we could take a horse to the Pan-American Games. So one thing took to another and we became partners. And they helped us to buy the mare. So we bought Cecilia. And um, there is when Ren started to teach the, Karen O'Connor started to teach the Mexican military team. And uh, so she was going to Mexico a lot because she was training the military. And that time, the general who was like the president of the military team. He he knew nothing of horses, but he was the general, right? So he said that Mexico was going to take a military team, only military for the Pan-American Games. So that's why they named Karen the Mexican coach, because she was training them. Um, but at the end, I... I finished the whole selection trials and I did all the the shows and I ended up being me on the team also. 
with two two other military guys. Wow. So that <laughs> that was funny. That was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it is cool. Did the general? It was like, cool. Did the general or like did the military have? Um, were, was that a problem? Like I don't know how Mexico's equality is. Was that a problem for them, or were they? I, happy to have I think so. I mean, of course, he never said that, but I think so. I mean, I was. I don't know if it was a problem, but I can tell you I was not his favorite person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But at the end, I have to tell you, um, at the end, he grew a lot of respect for me. So even though we were not the best friends, we respect each other a lot, a lot for obvious reasons. So I think that was pretty cool for me mm-hmm. and for him to to respect and to be able to work together, even though we're so different. So I think that was a really good lesson for me uh, in life to learn how to deal with that and to, to be part of a team with even you don't get along or not necessarily don't get along, but when you don't share the same ideas, you know, Right. I think it was a really good lesson for me to learn that you can be part of a team with someone that even doesn't share your same principles or ideas. Gotcha. That was cool. How about that? Hmm. And then from the Pan Ams, the, 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 obviously that's how you met Karen. Is that, did she woo you over to come to the States or did you just? Uh... So it was, it was very funny because uh, at the end, Karen and I, when I started to train with her at the beginning, was like purely like coach students and that was it. And then we started to really, connect and like each other and before the Pan American Games we were already really good friends so um, after the she invited me before before the Pan American Games the winter before that's when she first invited me to spend time here in Ocala with her so I did and here was where I got my qualification score to be on the team. So that brought us together, like that brought us really close together. And um, after the Pan American Games, she told me, you need to, I mean, you and Cecilia are a really good team. You guys have to to see where you can go. So after the Pan Ams, we started, we did our first uh, four-star, back then three-star, and uh, we did only like four. And she said to me, you're ready for Rolex. Like, oh what? my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, I, I trust you. I believe in you. If you think so, I'll, I'll go. And we did. We did six months after the Pan American Games, our first um, wow. five star now, our first Rolex. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, that was fun. That was, <laughs> well, no. People ask me. I'm telling you, no, it was not fun. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was a great feeling. It was a great achievement, but no fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Hmm. Well, that's quite a testament to you guys as a, as a team and then also with your, you know, teamwork with Karen to, you know, coach you. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. She's been definitely a a key for for my success for my career i mean she's she has been a amazing coach amazing trainer obviously she she has all the knowledge 
but I think by the fact that we became that we connect, we 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 click, we we're we have really. I I cannot tell you we have similar personalities, but I think the way I am and the way she is, we get along very well. So that has helped a lot because uh, she didn't only became my trainer or my coach; she has became she has become um, my friend, uh, my mentor, my a really really close friends. So awesome. yeah, we have shared really really important things together not only horse stuff but life stuff so that that really obviously helps when you are uh riding with her because you you trust her you know the the knowledge is beyond that so it's something closer so that's pretty cool wow wow mm-hmm. now and uh, did you actually, just stay on? did you oh go ahead i'm sorry no, yeah. Um, I was thinking, like, what, 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 what example I can, I can give you. But I mean, this is Suli again, because um, Joan, Joan is Karen's mother. Uh, I have become really good friends with her also, and she's in love with Suli, in love with him. Like she tells me, if I was younger, I will steal him from you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. oh, it's so funny. So <laughs> she kept because with Suli, I've been we've been married only for a year and a half, a little bit before we moved to the states. But we were living together for like eight years ago or something. Well, now we're gonna be together for ten years, but something like that. So Joanne kept telling me, Danny, when are you gonna marry that guy? Someone is gonna steal it. You have to marry. You have to marry him. And I was, I remember, I was in the car with Karen and Joanne having this conversation. And I said, well, I can't. I never have time or money because there's always this show or that show or these games or I have to pay the bed bill or like, I cannot. So Karen slams on the brake and she says, uh-uh, you're not going to blame it on me. So she opened her schedule. She started to look for some dates and she's like, here, this weekend. You don't have anything. Call him right now. You're going to get married this weekend. <laughs> so Karen O'Connor plans your And wedding. we did. We married because of that schedule. So that's funny. Like, it's, 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 it's been a really cool part of, of my life, or of our life. Because I, I would say Karen is, is really happy also to have that connection with with us. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. That is, that is such a, that's really, really cool. That's a funny story. You got some funny <laughs> stories. <laughs> so now when, when you mm. came over to the States, can you tell us like what went into that decision and then where did you settle in the States? Like where are you based with Karen in Virginia or where are you, like where's your business at when you're home, when you're here? So that's another really cool story. Well, I, I think it's a cool story. <laughs> I don't know, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started to spend more and more time here in the States because after Rolex, then we wanted to do it again. And then we wanted to go for a hill. And like, we started to go, basically I started to live through Cecilia's show schedule. So there was one point of my life where I was spending more time here uh, than in Mexico. So Suli was running the business pretty much by himself. And I was just showing and showing, showing. And one day, I remember we sat down and we're like, okay, this have reached a point where either we 
move Cecilia back to Mexico because we are not together at all. Or we sell Cecilia and we go back to our life. Or we all together move to the States. Because uh, And the decision had to be made because the shows, the eventing shows in Mexico are not the same level. I mean, the higher level we have is the two-star, like in regular basis, like um, prelim, I would say, and sometimes intermediate. And when we are doing either a selection trial or something, we move up to the two- and three-star, but that's not the common. It's like more a prelim, the highest. So it was silly to have Cecilia in Mexico for, for nothing, right? And I wanted to keep showing, and Sully wanted to see if he could reach a higher level of competition. So after we talk about it and we we look at the different options, we said, okay, well, let's give it a try. If we can get the paperwork um, to work, you know, because we're not going to move here if we're not completely legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that works out, well, that means that we... We should give it a try. So we submit the paperwork, and I think it took us a month or two at the most to get it approved. So that was pretty cool. So we said, okay, well, let's uh, let's see how we how we start. Let's find a place. Let's uh, let's just think about it. And uh, that weekend, I left to Carolina to the Test event, the World Games test event at the Tryon. I think it was the Fork weekend, and um, and I was at the competitors party, and I hear someone calling my name. Hey, Danny! And I turn around, and it's Joy Far, the trainer who took me to the Young Riders wow. 20 years ago. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh wow! Mhm. 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 And I haven't seen her since then, since 2001. <sighs> it was crazy. And she looked exactly the same. And she said, I knew it was you because um, she said, maybe Danny will be here because we were friends in Facebook, but we never really get to talk. Like I knew she had kids and she stopped riding and she knew that I was showing there and there, but that was that was it. So she said she was there having dinner with her family and she saw the party of the show and she just wanted to look and see if she find me. And she said that she saw this this woman move, moving her her arms and being loud and <laughs> crazy. And she said, that's Danny. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was great to see her again. And I got really excited. And I told her, guess what? I just got my visa and I think we're going to move here. And she said, well, will you leave my barn? Like, what What do you mean? Yeah, my barn is there. I, I don't have the business anymore, but I would love to see it. I would love to see my farm uh, with you. I haven't found the right trainer for the barn, so you'll be perfect. So, um, yeah, <laughs> we're there. I'm training at the same place who who trained me 20 years ago. Wow. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And where is that located? We are really close to Tryon, North Carolina. Okay. It's uh, it's called Shelby. So it's right in between Tryon and Charlotte. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And are you there? That's pretty cool because we are city people, right? Coming from Mexico City. <laughs> so we are used to the loudness and dirtiness of the cities. And uh, so it's nice for us to be able to go to Charlotte and have some city feeling. Yeah. And at the same time, we are in the country. So that's a pretty cool location for us. That is awesome. And are you there like pretty much mostly year round? Like you said, you just got into Ocala. Do you, do you just, do you, do you winter in Ocala or how's that work? Well, I would like to winter here more. Um, last winter we stayed there because it was the first year. Like we moved in September right after the world games. So, we spent the winter there because we just moved, right? So we needed to be there. Um, we're not used to the cold weather. So for us, it was a lot a lot worse than probably for other people. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess we'll have to see with time and as the business start to grow. Yeah. If we can spend more time here during the winter here in Ocala, um, but right now, Suli had to stay there taking care of the horses, and I only took uh, three horses here, okay. and I'll be here only a little bit less than one month. So I would like to spend more time here, but yeah, right, basically we're all year round in Carolina for now. Gotcha, gotcha. And can you tell us a little bit about you know what your your business and what you guys do there, or you know. How are you guys, you know, are you training horses, just training yourselves? What what do you guys do? So um, we have basically sell horses. Um, we take horses in for from friends. Like I have friends in Mexico. They have very nice horses that they want to, to show in a bigger and higher environment. So they send them to me. So I ride them, train them, show them. And um, but they're for sale, and uh, then we have our own sale horses. We are importing horses from a breeding program that it's called La Silla. La Silla it's a really big uh, program, show jumping program um, around the world. It's based in Mexico, in Monterrey, Mexico. But a lot of um, European, worldwide riders are using those horses. Um, especially show jumpers. There were quite a few at the World Equestrian Games. There are lots of uh, of them in the Olympic Games for the Grand Prix. I don't know if you've seen them. They they are called LS, whatever. So the LS horses are from that barn. Okay. So we are yeah, they're pretty cool and good good bloodline horses. So we are trying to bring them. I think it'll be cool if we from Mexico can bring those Mexican <laughs> nice horses and and get them moving. Not only in the jumping world, but also in the eventing world. I would love to to get them do some eventing. So we'll see. We'll see. We have we have those horses, and then we also have, I mean, different range of prices and different range of uh, level horses. So that's basically what we want to do. Um, sell horses, buy and sell horses. We teach a lot of um, kids, especially. Julie teaches kids and older 
Well, not all the ladies. Basically, ladies, lazy ladies like to ride with Celine. Oh yeah, I, mean. I gotta see a picture of this guy. I, I, have, I gotta see pictures of him. Or maybe I gotta keep the pictures away from Karen. It sounds like he's a, he's a lady swoon to him. It sounds like he's good for business. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. I don't care if it's good for the business. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> um, and I've been teaching um, a lot of clinics. I've been really, really happy to see how people keep calling me for clinics now in different parts of the country. So that's pretty cool. Um, I really like to teach clinics. So that's the business. Hopefully we'll We'll be able to make it bigger and better, and uh, we'll see with time if if that keeps growing. That I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. I love Thank it. you. Now, do you find that does anyone ever come to you like uh, for like Spanish speaking lessons? Does that, does that ever happen? I thought it was going to happen, especially nowadays, right, where the Spanish people are. Um, growing in this country sure um but no 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 so i have to speak better english I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, that's so funny. Mm. i gotta yeah I gotta meet I, every time i go back to mexico they ask me to teach a clinic there so that's cool but no i haven't get any any spanish lessons wow to fix that up. Yeah, that's interesting. I thought that was going to happen, but no. We'll, we'll market this to our, our Spanish-speaking listeners. Please do. Please <laughs> do, because <laughs> it's easier for me to teach in Spanish. Than yeah, it would be a lot of fun to see, like, Team Mexico rise up and become, like, wouldn't that be kind of cool if all of a sudden, because of you, like, all the Mexicans started riding more and getting more into eventing? And oh, that would be Super cool. Talk That'll be like, super cool. I would feel really proud of that. Yeah. Of course. That'd be cool. Dang. Another thing that is is um, I feel really happy with is um, Clems the Clemson University from South Carolina. Yeah. It's um, they have an eventing team, and a group from that eventing team um, just uh, told me they want me to be their coach for the intercollegiate championship. Oh. That's cool. So I feel pretty happy about that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's something that's I'm exciting. Mm-hmm, very proud of. It. They're really, really good kids, really good riders, and uh, I'm looking forward to see how are we going to do as a team. That's really cool. Hey, and is Karen still like the Mexican team coach? I haven't really heard or seen much about that lately. Is she still working with the team? She is. She is. Um, the thing is because. Mexico didn't make it to the Olympic Games. We basically don't have much going on now as a team. So basically the the guys are in Mexico training and uh, I'm here like doing my thing. And like I said, Pedro, Pedro Gutierrez, uh, he just moved from Mexico to here also. He's going to be based either in Ocala or Virginia. And he's gonna be doing his thing. Pedro called me the other day, and he told me that he would like to to have a team for the, um, I think it's international challenge or something like that in Bromont in Canada for July. The I think it's July. Yeah, 
The Nations Cup. Yeah, Nations Cup. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> Thanks know, for Nations, the translation. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking was yeah. to, to start fielding Nation Cup teams would really yes. help get you yes. more so national experience. That would be really cool to have a Mexican team for that. Yeah. That would be super cool. Have you been to Burma yet? Yeah. Have you competed there? Yeah, we used it as our last trail before the World Games. And I fell in love. Oh, my God. What a beautiful place. What a little beautiful town. Oh, my. Yeah, that was so cute. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Karen and I would go in there. I even said, I said to Sue Ockenden, who invited, that was the one who invited me. I said, oh, my God, Sue, I'm not going to live in America anymore. No I'm going to come up here and live with you. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah. Wait until you get the winter. You're right. gonna run out of here. Exactly. I, I have <laughs> yeah. a feeling, like October, you'd be heading for the. You'd be heading soon. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. If you cannot handle the winter in North Carolina, <laughs> baby, you're not gonna handle it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, so funny. They're nice, 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 nice folks to run yeah, that event. The great nice town, town and all that good stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, love it. I loved it. It was it was a very nice event, very nice experience, and yeah, cool. That so hopefully awesome. we'll have a Mexican team for the Nations Cup. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that would be great. That'd be awesome. All yeah. Right. So, we'll da see. so Danny, we're going to play quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. And quick okay, okay. <laughs> quick fire questions <laughs> is brought to you by Equiprism. Get your custom penny and your favorite cross country colors by going to Equiprism.com. So it's going to be five questions, just random silly questions. Okay. Uh, all right. You ready? Right. Yes, I think. Uh, <laughs> your favorite event to compete at? Uh, Tryon. Tryon, okay. Oh, Rain or backyard? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Because <laughs> I don't have to drive. Right. <laughs> no, no kidding. No kidding. Since the first time I went there, I loved it. I, I just loved it. I felt so special being there. And obviously now it's my favorite because with it, the game's there, so it has like a special feeling for me. Right. We have to get there. We do have to get there. Okay. Please. And I live 30 minutes from there, so you guys can can stay with us. You oh. can see the little farm we have, and then we'll go to try. Oh, there we go. Sounds good. All right. She might regret yeah, that. we have a plan. We have a plan. I'm the type, type of guy to just take you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite rider growing up? Favorite ride? Oh, well, this is going to sound really cheesy, but it's true. Karen O'Connor. Well, of course. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's cheesy <laughs> at all. I think that's, I mean, I think that's a very smart. Isn't that kind of cool to think your favorite rider growing up, like someone you idolized, is now like one of your best friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In your yeah she plans your she plans Yeah, your well, until she <laughs> opens the door when you are, yeah, fall asleep, yeah, it's not cool anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> That's like a sleepover. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you have any good luck or superstitions before oh, you go? Oh, hold on, this? hold oh, on. Yep. No, no, I'm gonna stop you because guess what? Someone knock on the door. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, thank you, David. <laughs> it was it was David, not Karen. <laughs> <laughs> And he just bring my little chihuahua because probably he was barking or something. Hey, wait a minute. Is that a stereotypical dog for a Mexican person? Come on. Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted <laughs> you, but I thought it was going to be good. You got a chihuahua. Oh, my. 
Yeah, of course. We, well, I'm playing Mexican team. I have to play it yeah, right. I was going to say, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's like a stereotype <laughs> dog for him. <laughs> oh, that's funny. What's, his name? What's your chihuahua's name? Well, um, we everybody calls him Lexi because his name is Lex Luthor. <laughs> but he's so, so gay that we call him Lex. <laughs> and he doesn't seem too bothered. Yeah, he's fine with it. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, All right, I called a friend, a really good friend of mine from Louisiana, Lynn. Linquast, and she, I forgot her birthday, so I called her the next day, and I said, Lynn, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to be original, because everybody called you yesterday, so I just wanted to be original. And she yeah. said, honey, believe me, you're original. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the questions. <laughs> Yes, I'm sorry. No, okay. <laughs> Do you have any good luck or superstitions before you go out cross country? Oh yeah, oh yes, a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, I have this um, evil eye. So the evil, we have the evil eye bracelets that um, they're like little little eyes okay. made by crystal so um what is supposed to happen is that the evil eye is watching all around you so it's taking care of you so if any bad vibes or any bad things are coming to you the evil eye is watching and takes care of you so um if the evil eye breaks off and falls off um you don't pick it up because the oh. the magic is done, he already took care of you, oh. and you leave it there on the floor. Yeah. Oh. So um, I have we have this witch in Mexico that makes the bracelets, and she she makes them. So they're made by a witch, and I always have one. Cecilia has one in her breastplate, in her air bonnet, um, in my saddle that we have. The, even even. Um, the the owner of the barn that I teach very regularly, she made me she she found a C4 belt made of evil eyes. So oh. now I'm gonna wear that belt. <laughs> <laughs> made by real uh, Wow. Oh yeah. Oh, no. And um, I always, uh, but this is more like a to feel that they are with me. Joanne Joanne Karen's mom she gave me a silver dollar. So I, I put it in my pants, in my pocket. And also um, the very same day, uh, well, actually, I, I can tell you, but um, we end up buying Cecilia. So it's only me and Suli that own her because my grandparents, my grandparents help us with the money to buy her. But um, my grandfather passed away. The very same day I finished my first Rolex. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was kind of sweet and sour, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it was very special. They say 
that he was in the hospital and he didn't pass until they told him I was I was finished. And then he passed. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh. So when we were trying to get the money to buy the share we needed to buy for Cecilia, my grandmother said, your grandfather has been always a big supporter and I know he will love this for you. So she helped me. Wow. Oh, they helped me. So I carry also um, something that um, it was owned by him. So I put it also in my pocket. So he rides with me. And uh, and that's it. <laughs> uh, so yes, I do. <laughs> Dana's got some heavy pockets know, running around. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's very yeah. nice. Oh man, what a beautiful story about your grandfather yeah. too. That's uh, uh, yeah. Thanks for sharing it yeah. with us. I know that's personal and that's pretty doggone hmm. special. It is very special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, thanks to him is that we are able to keep going because mm-hmm. um. I was asked to sell her because um, Mr. Skinsanio, they couldn't um, afford this anymore, so they wanted me to sell her. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was hard for me to find the money to buy their share. And we struggled, but it was thanks to my grandparents and thanks to my, I call her my second grandma, Miss Callie. Uh, she's like the best friend of my grandmother between them have helped me to not only to buy her, but to be able to pay all the expenses that requires to, to have a five-star horse going. Wow. So it's thanks to my family that I'm able, my friends, my family, I mean, the O'Connors, it's been, it is a really big group of people that is behind me. And without their help, I would not be here. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool. not cool. only me and Cecilia, it's, it's a lot of people who who have been behind this dream. So that's pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. All right. Mm-hmm. Next question. What is, the, mm-hmm. what is the highlight of your career? Hmm, I would say exactly what I just um, spoke of. Um, I mean, because I could tell you the world equestrian game or the Rolex. Yeah. But I think um, that's um, that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know, that's only the cherry on the cake. I would say the highlight is meeting all these people who have believed in me and who have become part of the dream, that it's a, a dream of a group, not only mine. And... Um, it's been just recently someone else asked me what has been your biggest achievement. And again, it's going to sound cheesy, but I believe that my biggest achievement in my life, in my career is to realize and see with my own eyes that your dreams become true, that if you work hard enough and that you're patient and you fight for what you want, your dreams do become true. So the fact that I'm able to see with my own eyes that my dreams are true, that's the highlight. I love it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Wow. I thought for sure it was going to be Wang. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure we were leaving that. <laughs> <laughs> Wang was all right, but yeah. me and all these cool people. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Last question. 
If you could, okay. if you could ride any horse, past, present, or fiction, who would it be? Hmm. I guess I will have to go back, back, back in the day. Uh, I would like to ride Bucephalo. Bucephalo was Alexander the Great horse. Ooh. Oh, very cool! Wow, mm-hmm. deep, deep answer. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I bet he yeah, I would we'll love that. Yeah, they have a really cool story. It's a story like a, it was a black horse that nobody could um, ride and nobody was able to to break. And Alexander, I think he was only like fourteen or so when when his father gave him the horse, and he got on the horse and uh, even he didn't stop until the horse uh, let him ride him. And that's how he became his horse, and he took him to a lot of battles and conquers. So I would love to ride that one. Wow. <laughs> how about wow. that? That's a cool story. Yeah, that is a cool story. Hey, plus, yeah. plus, Karen, this is, <laughs> this is fantastic. Yes. You, I, you just won the quick fire questions. Oh, perfect. You won. <laughs> <laughs> you won. You won. So cool. <laughs> Excellent. I love the Blue Ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's cool. So, real quick, since you didn't, you really, didn't, we really didn't talk about WEG at all, like how, uh, your WEG experience, how was that? Was that pretty awesome or what? Or Wow, that was super amazing. Super incredible. Um, I tried to keep myself really calm and try not to be excited before work, you know, because I was training and I didn't want to get my mental game all crazy, right? So I managed to do it until I got there. I remember I was taking the um, trailer and I was walking into the stables and the fact that I see all these different countries, flags. I mean, Germany and England, Canada, US, Brazil, I mean, every, New Zealand, every single flag was there. And I, I just couldn't hold it. I was like, yes, you, I, I'm here. I'm <laughs> here. Uh, now you can believe it. Now you can get excited. It was, I mean, fantastic. It was a, an experience I, I am going to remember the rest of my life for sure. That was awesome. Very cool. And you mm-hmm. have to sleep in your own bed at night. I guess you got the farm after. It was, right? Oh, my God. It was really silly. I remember um, two nights. So I did the, the dressage. Then I think we did cross country, not the next day or the next day. I can't remember well. But I was walking the cross country, and I always have to wear shoes. And the grass was so good that when it was like carpet mm. that I saw the New Zealand guys and the Australian guys walk without shoes. I'm like, oh, this is an international event. I'm going to do the same. <laughs> so I took everything off. And of course, of course, I stepped on a bee or something. Oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah. So I was dead lame and I end up in the hospital. <gasps> <laughs> so that's how I sleep. Two nights before the the cross country, because the only thing that was calming me down was ice. If I put ice on the foot, was fine. So every two or three hours that the ice was melted, I woke up because of the pain. I walked to the kitchen, 
put more ice, wrap my eyes and my foot in ice, and go back to bed. So that's how I went back before. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. That's crazy. That is that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to go barefoot. I'm going to be like the Kiwis and the Aussies. No, don't do it again. Yeah, Never do it no again. The shoes. So <laughs> please, if you guys are walking across country, please be civilized. Not like the <laughs> New Zealand people. <laughs> and wear shoes. Be civilized. Oh, that's oh, funny. Goodness. Well, you know, it's funny you said that about the Australians because, like, we had Kate Chatterton on. I don't know if you know Kate. She's from Australia. And she basically okay. told us how shoes weren't mandatory in her school until, like, you know, she was, like, in high school or something. It's like all of a sudden they made an announcement that now shoes, you had to wear shoes at school. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's some you of those... see, that people overseas, they're they're weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to be sent to the other side of the world yeah. if I keep saying that. <laughs> She's going to be shunned by the Australians and the Kiwis. Uh, hey, so, uh, you know, you've, you've accomplished so much. Could you tell us, like, what, what advice would you give to someone coming up, uh, in, in, you know, try, trying to make it in, in the sportive eventing? Besides wearing shoes when they walk cross country. Yep. Right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess be brave, believe in your dreams, and fight as hard as you can because dreams become true. So things happen if you want them, for sure. I love it. I believe in that 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do too. For sure, for sure. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be reach to get to the top level because i'm telling you i'm not and you don't have to be the best rider with the best abilities because i'm not either and there you go you just have to to fight for it and uh and believe you can do it and no matter how hard the road is there's always a way always well they say it right if there's a will there's a way absolutely, right, absolutely. i believe in that absolutely mm -hmm. Mm. I love it. Mm -hmm. So, Danny, as we wind things down, we love to uh, recognize any sponsors and supporters that you may have. So, uh, do you want to let us know who's behind you? Mm, yes. Thank you for that. I would love that. Um, my first sponsors were Custom Saddlery. Uh, Nancy, she... Um, she believed in me because of Elisa. Actually, I have to thank Elisa Wallace who introduced me to Nancy Brody. And um, I've been sponsored by them. And I just love their saddles. And it's the same thing. I think it's the same um, thing over and over again. Before I was sponsored by them, I sat on a custom saddle one time. And I said, oh, wow, I love these saddles. And um, without knowing it, Elisa told me, I'm going to introduce you to Nancy and maybe she can sponsor you. And I had no idea which brand she was. And then when I saw the brand, I was like, wow, this was meant to be. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. That is cool. Then, um, yeah. yeah, it's cool. So believe in, in whatever you want, you can make it happen. Um, then Eponia, Eponia Equestrian Sport, they, Selena, she's been not only a great sponsor but a beautiful friend she she gives me bridles and breeches and breastplates and saddle pads i mean selene has a really good quality of uh, leathers 
and bridges. Um, so if you could look up Eponia, they have really cool stuff. Arenas is another really good brand. They gave me all the supplements for Cecilia. So joint supplements, gut supplements, they're really good. Arenas, animal health. Um, just recently, I started with Professional Choice, which is a great help to have boots and uh, blankets and all that stuff because when you are when you run a barn you need a lot of that so i'm happy to be part of professional choice um another brand that uh, we have a very cool story it's uh, soteria which they do the best air best and hard best um i walk into shannon she was in a show. I don't remember even which show, but she had everything set up. And um, and I saw she had a picture of John Sunkin. John Sunkin was the guy who had the C4 belt yep. mm-hmm. for a belting. So, yeah. So, um, John was a very good friend of Sully. I keep mentioning Sully because everybody loves Sully. And <laughs> Sully has... Like everybody has something to do with him. So he and John became really good friends. And um, he he also did like pinnies for the cross country with colors and everything. Mm-hmm. So he said, uh, Sully, I'm going to make, make a pinny for your wife so she can wear it next uh, Rolex. So he made me a green with sparkles. And then he passed away suddenly before he gave me my pinny. So when I saw Shannon with her harvest, I saw she had a picture of John. So I said, oh, Shannon, um, I, um, this is Danny Mogel. Very nice to meet you. I see you have a picture of John. Do you know what happened with the pennies he used to make? And he, she said, well, I have them. I said, well, I think he had one uh, made for me. And he was supposed to give it to me. And she was like, oh, this woman, she's just trying to get something for free, right? (laughs) (laughs) And she said, oh, really? Well, tell me. And I said, it should be green with sparkles, blah, blah, blah. So she took one and she saw there was a note saying, this is for Danny from Mexico. And she started crying. Yeah, yeah. She started crying and she gave it to me and she says, would you like to ride with, uh, with my best? I said, yes, of course. And now she sponsors me. Thanks oh, to John. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, yeah, it is a really cool story. And then um, Sam Shield. I'm also sponsored by Sam Shield. Um, at the World Equestrian Games, the day before cross country, Sully walks into Julian. And Julian had the Sam Shield boots. And Sully said, you need to sponsor my wife. And he said, okay. Okay, <laughs> he gave me a, <laughs> and I he gave me the cross country helmet and I rode with the helmet for the World Equestrian Games without even using it before. Wow! <laughs> <My goodness. laughs> yeah, and I love the helmets; they're really cool. That's and great. and also at the World Equestrian Games, um, we met a guy from um, Ireland um, who has this product called Botanica. So are all natural products and he hooked me because he said the Queen Elizabeth uses this product for her horses. I said, Okay, I'm in. That's too funny because uh in Mexico they 
<laughs> my students used to call me the empress of Mexico. <laughs> because, <laughs> because this is very funny. Uh, one of the girls who was very excited to start riding with me, and she was afraid because they think I was like super high maintenance or whatever. So she <laughs> called me and she said, um, hi, Danielle. Um, or, or how do you want me to call you? Do you want me to call you Danny or Danielle or Daniela? What do you prefer to be called? I said, well, if you ask me, I'd rather to be called the Empress. And she started laughing. <laughs> That's it. That's the title of this episode, uh, yeah. the, Empress the Empress of Mexico. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I should have said that. When you <laughs> so I said, if the Queen of England uses this product, the Empress of Mexico <laughs> And uh, I also have this. This wonderful lady who dresses me up for the Lauren, Lauren Dulop, dresses me up for my startups from black petite coats. She has the best looking uh, outfits, so she dresses me up every time. Um, uh, who else? Well, Lillian, Lillian Davis, she pulses Cecilia to make her feel better. The PMF pulse. She's been very sweet to us. Pulses Cecilia and Chaloc, um, Sully Horse. Um, and we clean our stuff with high leather, high standard leather. Libby Fletcher, she's she's one of our sponsors also. Really cool products because her, her products have smells. So when you're cleaning your bridles, you smell like either chocolate or vanilla or lavender, which is nice. Yeah, very nice. And... Um, I don't know if you have seen, but I, I wear uh, sparkles on cross-country. And this is uh, glitter, glitter on, on cross-country. And it's because uh, my clinicians from New Orleans, one of them, they said she has a store in New Orleans that dresses all the people at the parade for the Mardi Gras. So she has all this crazy stuff, and she gave me uh, glitter. So I use it <laughs> instead of going to the <laughs> instead of going to the Mardi Gras. I use it for cross country. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so if Danny, if Danny ever hops in your car and goes for a ride, leaves some glitter behind. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that you spent a night at the club, you know. It was just Danny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> The glitter. Oh, that's funny. I gotta. Yeah. I always wonder why you sparkled out there. That's it. Yeah, that's because of Lisette. Because I would like to be in New Orleans where I'm running cross country instead. <laughs> that's funny. Is that one and down, or is that it, or you have more? That's it. Well, I want to mention one last one: the Cleveland Physical Therapy, Mr. Don and Janet uh, Miller. They have sponsor my physical therapy so that's a huge huge uh, stuff because i go and they do cairo and dry needling on me so that's really really cool so thank you guys mm -hmm. every every upper level inventor needs a body worker yeah exactly that's funny that's fantastic mm. uh so hey yeah. so as uh you know, in conclusion, how do people, you know, follow along? Do you have social media websites? How do people find out about the horses you have for sale? And, and uh, how do people contact you? 
Um, well, they can reach me either through my Facebook page, Daniela Mogel, or I also have a smaller one called Eventing Dasul, which is the, the business name, Dasul, Danny and Suli. And um, I don't have a web page, but I'm also on Instagram called Danny Mogel. Or if they feel they want to talk to me or text me or call me, they can um, reach me on my cell phone, 352-208-3485. Awesome. 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 I love it. Mm-hmm. Got to see these horses mm-hmm. that you got. Well, when we go and we come visit, we'll check out all the yeah, horses. Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might end up with a Mexican horse. You there never you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and speaking of that, one last thing. If being that um, you know, this whole episode's been in English, and I didn't know if you had a if you wanted to say something in Spanish to your to your you know fans back in Mexico. If if you don't want to say a little something in Spanish to those girls that are aspiring to be like a Danny Mogel. Um, muchas gracias por todo el apoyo que México me ha brindado y acuérdense de creer en sus sueños y seguir adelante y cuando quieran vengan a Estados Unidos a montar con nosotros. Gracias. That's it. That's it. I don't know what she said, but it sounded good. I know. It sounded good. Now you need to look for translation. <laughs> I'm going to translate that up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Super. Oh, well, Karen, awesome. was this fantastic? This was great. Danny, thank you so much. We look forward to, to, to meeting you out there and seeing you go. And, and uh, hopefully maybe we'll see you in Bromont there. Or, you know. Oh, I would love that. I would love. And uh, hopefully we'll get to see you and try them before that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yes. Definitely. Come visit. Thank you, guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure for me, and I feel really, really happy that you guys called me tonight. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can leave us a review on Apple iTunes or visit us at MajorLeakEventing.com. Cheers. <laughs>